Hi, and welcome back to Mishra Rubin Demi. Today's year 99. We are at the tail end of Semen Lamed Bays. Today we'll be doing Sif Memhei through Memtes. In Sif Memhei, we're going to continue discussing the halachas on how to put these rolled up parshias into the bottom. So after we roll up the parshias and wrap them in the here and the klaf, now it's time to put them in. Says Shulchan Aruch, put them in with the letters standing up, as if you would put a tire in the iron. But with the Yevid, if you put it in with the words laying on their sides, with a klaf rolled up, sticking it in now with the words laying down, that's not going to be a puzzle. But however, you should fix it afterwards by, op- by opening up the batim and putting the parashiyas in a standing up position. And Sif Mem Vav, the Shulchan Aruch, stresses that standing means right side up, not upside down. And also, when after we finish rolling up the klaf, the tip of the roll, the edge where it ends, should be towards the right of the wearer. This way, if you remove the parashiyas, they're going to be in the correct position to read the parasha without the need to rotate the parasha to adjust the direction. Shulchan continues, Earlier we learned that the Shal Reish is written on four separate pieces of parchment. However, this is not Ma'akiv, and even if you would write them on one long piece of cloth, it's still kosher. In the event that we have enough space between the parashiyas, that even if you cut it, you still have a border on each side of the letter, then it's definitely better to cut them apart rather than put them in as one. But if there's not enough space, and if you were to cut it, there wouldn't be a margin by each letter. It's still kosher, but that's going to make inserting the parashas into four separate compartments a bit more complicated. First of all, since it's one long piece of cloth, it's not going to be possible to put them with the letters upright because the cloth needs to go into all of the compartments. But as I said earlier, this is a ma'akev, rather it's only a mitzvah for it to be standing when possible. If it's not possible, put it on the side. Now, being that we need to have some type of separation between each of the parashiyas, the Shulchan Aruch says that you should thread a string or a gid between each of the four batim in order to separate the parashiyas from one another. This could be seen on page 2 of the PDF in diagram 1. According to this reasoning that we put the strings in in order to separate the parashiyas, if the parashiyas are actually separated into individual pieces of cloth, then you would not need to put a thread in between them. Lamaisa, as we're going to see in the following share, the Shulchan Aruch holds that in every case, we're not to have a thread between the four batim. And that's for the Tzilon Shal Reish. By the Tzilon Shal Yad, we found is the opposite. All the parashiyas are written lechatchil on one long piece of cloth, and then we put them into the bias made of only one compartment. And by the Shal Yad as well, we roll it from the end of the parasha till the beginning, and then we wrap it with the calf here and the parchment. So it says the Shulchan Aruch, Im kosvam al arba klafim v'hanicham ba'arba batim yotza. If somebody takes the tefillin shal yad and he writes them on four separate pieces of paper and he puts them into the four separate batim of the shal, of a shal roish style bias, he's still able to be yotza. However, he must cover the four sections with one single piece of leather, thereby giving it a look as if it's only one bias. So Lamaisa, if somebody finds himself in a situation where he only has a four-section bias and four separate cloth and four separate pieces of parchment, it's still preferable for him to put them into all one section. Moreover, it's best if he glues them all into one long piece of cloth with glue made from a kosher animal, although with the it's kosher even if it's not glued. Mishbru points out an interesting halacha that if somebody messed up on the last parasha of a tzvon shalyad, he can cut off the fourth parasha and then rewrite the last parasha on a separate parchment glue it to the main parchment that has the first three parashiyas, and as you see now, this is kosher because when Ikra din, it will be valid even if it was on separate pieces of parchment. So the Mishabruah learns this halacha from the halacha of a separated shalyad parashiyas. And now we're going to go to Sif Memches. So it says the Shulchan Aruch Sif Memches, if somebody has his batim and he covers them with 
a gold casing, or a casing made from a leather of a non-kosher animal, these tefillin are puzzle regardless of whether the shin is visible from the outside or not. Sifmem test, the Shulchan Aruch starts beginning the halachas of the tefillin, the stitches used to close up the batim. We have a lach of Meshmei Sinai that the tefillin need to be sewn together with gidim of a behema or chayetahira, the sinews of a kosher animal, preferably a shar, an ox. The Mishmur brings that the sinews from the animal's heel area should be used because they are white in color. Additionally, if somebody finds that the gidim are hard and tough to be used as a thread, they can be softened using rocks until it has a texture of pishtan, linen, and after they're prepared into a soft and after they're made into a soft texture, they should have tevia be spun into thread and then shazira being combined into multiple ply thread. The Magan Rav is of the opinion that this tefira and shazira of the Gidim is also part of the Allah HaMashim Sinai and also must be Lashma. Other to say that perhaps you don't need the tefira and shazira Lashma and in Mitzvah we're going to see more about this din in the following year. Have a great day.